Hello, everyone. Welcome to In Time America. This is Michael Pierce. Um, you know, the times we're living in are getting so complicated so quickly. Most people are asleep. They don't see. They got this normalcy bias thing going on. They're working, they're coming home, they still got their TV shows. They, they, a lot of them quit paying attention to the news because it just upsets them. And that's, and then they fit church into their lives. They, you know, go to their church once a week. They don't crack open the Bible, they just go to church, they say a couple of prayers, they might do a daily prayer at home, and they think that that makes them a Christian. These are the same people that are members of clubs in their towns or organizations or public service organizations that, that they used to capitalize on the Patriot Act to use patriotism to convince them to join. And, and, the, and the whole, what I'm trying to say is the whole system is set up to get people to defile themselves because our whole system is operating under Satan, the accuser of the brethren. David Wilkerson, I've said this many a time, over and over and over again, and people don't pay any attention. There's so many prophecies that are so significant to us today that came out in the late 60s and early 1970s because God knew that a new doctrine was going to come out in the churches and that people were going to stumble and start walking away from the truth. Everything I put on my podcast, I want to clarify this first, comes from the Bible and my prayer time and revelation I get in my relationship with God. It doesn't come from anybody else. I don't look to anybody else for ideas for a show. I look straight to the scripture. I pray. And in great turmoil, I make my podcast. What's interesting is is that years ago, when the church was still holy and still operating within God's control, you would go to one church and you'd hear a message. These pastors would not know each other. You'd go to maybe five or ten other churches, and the majority of them, because they were reading their Bible and turning to God, would be preaching on similar things. And then you could see the Spirit of God moving in a nation. That's no longer the case. But for the people that do follow the Spirit of God, that do talk to God, that do pray, that read the Scripture, that understand Second Thessalonians chapter 2, we listen to other people once in a while, and then the things we hear them teach about, the things we hear them say, just... It just lifts your spirit a little bit because you know that you're not totally alone. But when you're telling the truth, when you're walking, and especially nowadays that we're in the time of the end, and we're far into the time of the end, these forces are using every part of our society as a way to quash or, or, and, and destroy the word of God getting out. 
Now, I want to go back to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, and you know what it says. You've listened to me teach this. You've listened to me state this over and over and over. You'll hear all this background noise. I'm at a marina on my boat in a kind of a tourist area, a lot of Greek restaurants around, just down from the sponge dock where the sponge divers operate out of. But back to what I was talking about, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. It says that I'm going to try to make this as understandable as I can. It says that in the last days, because people no longer seek God in the word of God, they no longer seek truth, but they're in their comfortable little areas to where they listen to somebody give them what they believe is word from God or scripture and Because of that, and they no longer have a personal relationship with the Word of God, that they're open to all kinds of deception. They have no way to verify or check or bring themselves back to the Spirit of God. So the Spirit of God is not operating in them. And then it says that because they no longer have that relationship and communion with Jesus Christ in consuming his flesh and drinking his blood or or consuming the word of God. They're no longer getting the word of God into their heart. That God lets a delusion fall on them so that they all believe that they're Christian. So everybody out there believes they're a Christian. So when a system that has been taken over by the Antichrist, which they still believe that they're in control of, comes to them and says, oh, you're a great patriot, you're a Christian, we need your help. We need you to spread the word that this person is no good, that they can't be trusted, that that, that they're this, that, and the other. Now you go back to the scripture. What's the scripture say? That you... Speak bad of no man. You don't spread rumors. You don't spread lies. You don't plot evil against a man. That as Christians, we are obligated to do good to others, to help others. And if Satan can move you away from doing that, he has gotten you to defile himself, yourself, so that you're no longer covered and blessed by God. You are outside of God's blessing. And then because that delusion has fallen on them, they think they're Christian. But they're not doing anything a Christian would do. And they got a whole bunch of friends that are just like them that verify through peer pressure that they're all righteous people. That anybody outside of their norm is a bad person. And then it makes it even worse on the people that are trying to tell the truth. And because they are under this delusion, they fall for this deception, which sweeps them all into hell. So that they can all be deceived and be swept into hell. That's how God's weeding out the people that aren't truly devoted to him that are not truly seeking truth, that do not rely on him and him only. You know, I, I, for a long time, I had hopes that I was all caught up in this stuff in the beginning, but it never settled inside of me because I was still turning to the word of God. And I had a lot of confusion because of it, a lot of confusion. And then as I studied the word of God, then I even became more confused.
until one day God just made it clear in my mind through bringing up all the things that had been revealed to me. And then all the pieces fell in place. And then I had this understanding of what was going on. Now, it's these people that are under this delusion that think they're doing God a service, that are going to betray the saints. It's these people that are under this delusion that believe that they're Christians that are going to look up when Christ returns and his wrath comes. And they're going to be the ones sitting there saying, well, if not us, who were the who whose names were written in the Lamb's Book of Life, if not ours? And it all hinges upon one thing. Studying the Word of God. And to get the true Word of God, you've got to go back to the original translations, the very first ones, which is the King James or the Geneva Bibles. Because everything since then has been become part of the deception. Changing words to shift people more towards this modern-day Christianity. This gospel that is different. When you see them teaching a different gospel. And that's what drove me. Because all the stuff I was hearing in churches. All the stuff I was seeing in, in society. None of it matched up to what I was taught as a kid. And then I got frightened. And I talked to my mother about it. I said, you know. Not, nothing is lining up with what I was taught originally. And now they're teaching all this new stuff. And all the old stuff is being hidden. All the books, you go try to look for a book written in the 16, 1700s when the actual history occurred, and you cannot find it. And what you find is different from the truth. But that being said, I mean, I've got a list. I'm going to put in the description a list of things that God commands us to do as Christians. If you do these things, you are a Christian. If you don't do these things and you deviate from it, you have lost your salvation. Or you've never been a Christian. And that's how Satan deceives the world. Making little changes to words here, changing translations changing attitudes, taking over, and letting the people still believe that they have the thing that they thought they were fighting for. And the point is, is that none of this is what we are about. None of this is what I'm about. I'm not worried about them taking over. They're going to take over. I don't care. Fine. The kingdom I'm waiting for is still coming. And it's not very far off. Because it says that those people that are under this delusion, that are harassing people, going after the ones that are speaking the, something different, going after anybody that they say they like or may listen to or do anything else, those people think that they're Christians, think that they're doing the will of God, are betraying people thinking they're doing God a service and will turn them over to death or kill them with all these modern technologies they've got while they're asleep. Or... And, and so the, everything boils down to this one thing. If you're Christian, then you truly want to be saved. So if you truly want and desire to be a Christian. Why don't you throw off all these pastors? Bible says don't look. To, don't don't call yourself a pastor. Bible says that those that say that gain and increase in wealth is godliness. That that's a blessing from God. That that shows that you're a Christian. It says run from those because that's not true. Bible does say that it's. Easier to get an eye or a camel through the eye of a needle than it is to get a wealthy man into the kingdom of heaven. And I've talked to you about that. I mean, to get a camel through the eye of a needle, you know how small 
piece of thread is and trying to poke a piece of thread through there. So you would have to liquefy that camel to the point of being able to force it through that eye in that needle. And then it would take you forever to get it all through there. And then you'd still miss because you'd spill some or you wouldn't be able to get all of it through there or you wouldn't be able to liquefy it all. In other words, a man with money does not have to count on God for anything. So why do we put our faith in wealthy people? Why is it that we want to listen to people that have $600 suits, have air, airplanes, and and uh, basically won't answer your phone call if you call and talk to, talk to the pastor? Everybody wants to migrate to the biggest thing, the thing that has the most clout, the thing that most people belong to that makes you part of this clique. When the Bible says, enter through the narrow gate, walk the narrow path, the path that few find. That means that your salvation is an individual thing. It doesn't come from church. It doesn't come from your social events. It doesn't come from socializing with a particular group of people. Most of the time, that's going to lead you straight to hell and lead you to accept false doctrine and false ideas and, 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 and convince you that it's okay to treat certain people bad or harass certain people or, or talk bad about certain people instead of what America used to be about, which was forgiveness, love, charity, kindness. If a person not do anything wrong, then leave them alone. And if you are not got nothing good to say about somebody, then just don't say nothing at all. Man, if you're going to do something to somebody, make sure it's something that will help them, encourage them. It says encourage, be encouraging, be a blessing, be a help. Don't be a curse. Don't be a, a, a demon that sneaks around in the background. Right now, <clears throat> all these groups on TikTok and all this stuff on Facebook and all these other websites, they're just weeding out the people that are claiming to want to fight for the country. I, you're wasting your time. You're wasting your life. If you're not doing one thing and one thing only, which is trying to build the kingdom of God trying to reach people with the truth. If you don't know the truth, you can't reach people with the truth. If you don't know the Word of God, you can't share the Word of God. If you don't know God's will, you can't declare God's will. If you don't know what's in the Word of God, you can't prophesy. And we have all these churches in the whole country that have been feeding people false prophecy. You know, we're going to win this time. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And none of it worked out. And not a one of them had repented. And the Bible's clear about that. There is so much deception in this world right now. That the only truth that you've got. Is the truth that you will not pick up and read. It tells you everything that's going to happen. It tells you everything that has happened. If you pick up the books that they've taken out of that, the book of Enoch tells you. It tells you that there's a massive amount of, they're going to kill a massive amount of people. And it tells you that that's why Christ comes back. The Old Testament tells you there's, a, there's an exodus that's getting ready to happen. The greater exodus, the end time exodus. Something that happens in the end of the tribulation. That causes the exodus of God's people that were protected, that knew the truth. 
and he brings us back home because we are Israel. We are all races, all peoples, all sexes. Well, there's only two sexes, but we are the children of God. We are the ones that are going to return to him in the end. The people that are operating the shadows, the people that are sneaking around, criticizing people, talking bad about people, spreading rumors, harassing people, all those people that think they're Christians and they're doing God a service by protecting America. You know, I, 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 when I started this, I was hoping that I could reach people and that they would listen and that maybe they would be saved. But when there's people that wrapped up in this delusion and this deception, who believe they're doing righteous stuff, that don't know what they don't know what righteous stuff is because they won't lift up the pages of the scripture to read them. That have taken man. And elevated him to their savior in these times. I'm waiting for his return instead of Jesus Christ. That's why the New World Order plan says that the Christians are going to help them. Because they planned this deception. They planned to move you away from the word of God. Get you to defile yourself so you won't hear from God. And then they planned on letting you think that you're Christian and then using that Christian Christianity that you think you've got with patriotism, which pushes you the wrong way, to get you to commit horrible acts against other people that are considered a threat to this new world system. Go, go read the Apocrypha. All the stuff that I teach is in the Apocrypha, the Book of Enoch. The Book of Jasher. Jasher is an awesome book. It's a long book, but it everything that's in the Bible is expanded on in the Book of Jasher. Family members, where they went, what countries they settled in. You know, all all that. I mean, it goes into, there's so much there. And the, the end of the book of Enoch, he, he shows, reveals to Enoch the complete future. For, now, remember, Enoch was like Noah's uncle or father or something like that. And so the, this book was written before the flood. So he had a he had a dream that bothered him, but it was they used bulls and wolves and animals to represent particular groups of people and color to describe groups of people or spiritualities and things like that to describe everything from Enoch's time, the flood, the Israel being take, taken captive, the, the exodus from Egypt, uh, 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 Israel being taken captive again, uh, uh, Christ coming, uh, building the temple, and then right down to this, uh, this present time, it tells you exactly what's getting ready to happen. But because of the, how it's written, it's kind of like an allegory, and, and people, unless you got the spirit of God, and you can't understand it because the because you're blind and cannot see. You've got to be saved and be filled with the spirit of God, and then He removes the scales from your eyes so that the blind can see. And then at that point, when you start filling yourself with the Word of God, you become renewed. And you are raised from the dead because everybody that's not partaking of his spirit that are not filling their old wineskin with his new wine to get the word of God into their heart to where the word of God is the only thing that matters. The word of God is the only truth. 
And then when you get that word of God in you, you are raised from the dead. You are a new man raised from the dead. You are an effective member or child of God. And then you can effectively be used to build God's kingdom instead of your own. If the extent of your Christianity is praying because you need money for a new car. If you're not more concerned with the salvation of other people. I mean, for me. The amount of suffering and horrible things that I have to go through whenever I try to bring forth anything. And this very well, I, I think I'm, I'm done because there's a point when I, I don't know. It's like a, it's a constant struggle. And it's very difficult, and it hurts, and it's painful, and it's scary, and all this stuff. But I serve God, and I don't want to be disobedient. But I think this is the last podcast I'll do, God willing. I just want to, I just want to teach, read the Word of God, because I think we're, I think we're literally at the point. I think we're at the point that the word has gone out. We have explained to you what the truth is. And you have chosen either to accept it or not accept it. And there's, I've warned. I, everybody that listens to my podcast, everybody that sees me, everybody that talks to me knows about my podcast. I have tried to reach... I talk to everybody about God, about Jesus Christ, about the scripture. And nobody cares. And if you don't care, there I I I I've done my duty. I've tried to tell you. I've explained it to you. And if you care so little about your eternal life, and about what's getting ready to happen. If you care so little that you don't want to be sure that you're aligned with God and that you're going to be on the right side of things here in the very near future, if you do not care enough to pick up the Word of God and consume it and pray so that you understand and pray so that you have His Spirit inside of you and you have built that relationship to the point that He can... He can use you. He can talk to you. He can shield you. He can protect you. If you don't put some interest in it. As much interest. You need to put more interest in the book. Studying and praying. Your your focus should be that. Instead of your clubs. Your memberships. Your associations. That make you feel like you're a good person. Or whatever group you belong to that you think you're a, a great American patriot by terrorizing people in your little terrorist group. I'm... I was just talking to my sister before I did this because I've been struggling with it, but I had to come on here to explain. I have to explain <laughs> that I don't get my stuff from anybody else. So there's no need to go after somebody else and condemn them because of anything I say or anything I believe. Everything I get comes from the Word of God or from my prayers or things I'm showed. It doesn't come from anybody else. Matter of fact, most people won't step over as far as I have and, and explain things to you as deeply as I have. They'll lead you up to a certain point and the rest of it's up to you. But the point is, is that we are we are watching chapter 13 of the book of Revelation take place right before us. And we are getting ready to go into chapter 14. 
And if you want to find out what's going to happen, read chapter 13 and 14 and you will know. Or go read the book of Enoch, chapters uh, 78, 79 on. That's a dream he had about the future of everything. And you will have a little bit of an understanding if you can picture it in your head or have God gives you enough understanding to decipher it. Then you will have an understanding of where we're at and what's going on. We are more than halfway through the tribulation period. But because our lives are so isolated here in America, because most of what we have been confronted with is deception, delusion, and lies to get us to defile ourselves so that we're not in God's will and have fallen away from our salvation by the way we treat others, by what we believe, by putting a nation before God, by putting a person before God, putting our trust in people instead of God. And because you don't know what the Word of God says, you've got no way, you have no way to know what's true and what's not. You have nothing that's guiding your footsteps. So you don't know if you're acting out a lie or the truth. You have no, no way to comprehend anything because you don't know the Word of God. You don't, all prophecy comes from the Word of God. If you've got a prophet standing in front of you that's prophesying and it's not verifiable in the Word of God, he's not a prophet. What they call words of wisdom, that's more like a familiar spirit. That's not. I love God. I love Jesus with all my heart and soul. They are the foundation of my whole life. There's nothing else that's as valuable, as precious to me, and as meaningful there's nothing more interesting to me than the Word of God and all the books that have been removed and the books that were never in that are all part of it and are mentioned in the Bible. And if you don't get that interest, if you haven't already gotten that interest, I'm sorry. I have done my part. I have tried to tell you. I have begged you. I have cried over you. I've bared my heart. I've suffered. But I'm doing it because I love you. I love the ones that are terrorizing me. I'm praying for them. But some people are just dedicated to the Antichrist system. And you're going to find out who they are here real soon. As they use all the all the little things that are getting ready to come up or chipping away at the fabric of our society at the foundation of truth. And it's all gonna it's all narrowing. It's all narrowing down and it's gonna cause a great falling away. Just the, the great falling away is something that's been going on. But it's this great falling away that's gonna cause the re revealing of the Antichrist. And this great falling away is taking place right now. And each one of these little steps of this delusion that's coming out are all part of it. It's all designed to reduce the number of Christians in our society. And then when they come out with this alien stuff, the people that don't know the Word of God, the people that don't have a foundation in truth, the people that don't have a relationship with God are going to fall. They're going to question the truth, which they don't have an idea of what it is because they've never read the Bible. And that's what's getting ready to happen. That's what's taking place.
And then when the great falling away takes place, and it's going to narrow down the Christians that are actually left. And then the great persecution starts. And it'll be by so-called Christians, people that are thinking they're doing God a service, that are still devoted to nationalism or whatever it is they think they're doing. And that's where we're at. We're at the, we're in a real critical time. If you're not teaching the word of God to your children, if you're not teaching the word of God to yourself, if that's not the focus, the total focus of your life right now, there's nothing in this world that can help you. This world is going to hell. This world is going to burn. You ever think about what that means? That means that for a saved person, it says that the fire will not hurt you. That you would just carry on. Like all the stories of uh, prophets, uh, Meshach and Abednego and all them being cast into the fire. And they were walking around in it. The people that weren't saved that got close to it, they were incinerated. So... That it could be, everything could be one thing. The presence of God, either you're going to be renewed and have a new body and you're going to not be hurt by the, by the fire, by his presence. Or because of his presence, you're going to suffer in eternal torment. We live in a strange time. Everything in the scripture is taking place right now. All the prophets, half of the Bible is written about us today. Anytime you go through the scripture, you do a search for a scripture that says in those days, in the end days, in the last of days, any kind of phrase like that you want to look up and see where it takes you in the Bible. It's going to take you to the Old Testament where you'll have chapter after chapter where they're talking about in those days the people are going to fall away. And the people that fall away or the people that don't know God are going to torment the ones that know God. And they're going to do this, this, and this. And then, you know, and then sudden destruction comes upon them. Did you know that it, one of the biggest things that's hit, hidden from people in the scripture is what it says is getting ready to take place. Everybody like would like the Christians to think that the Antichrist takes over and they wipe out the Christians. The Bible says that evil is removed from the earth. And it tells you how that evil is removed from the earth, but you need to look for it because I'm not going to tell you what it is. And it says it in several places. It says it in the Old Testament. It says it in the Apocrypha. It says it in the Book of Enoch. It talks about the things that are getting ready to take place. And the only way it happens is by the will of God, not by might, but by his spirit. So don't you want to be a part of that spirit? Don't you want to be on the side of eternity? Don't you want your salvation to be secured? Don't you want eternal life? It's up to you. There's nothing I can... I cannot do anything but tell you what's in the scripture. I cannot convince you one way or the other. I am tired of trying to convince people. That whole everything that's going on in our society, Operation Looking Glass, this is what it's all about. They're trying to keep everybody dumbed down and stupid and devoted to their idea of what Christians are or their idea of America or their patriotism or whatever. They're trying to keep everybody involved to the point that they can, you know, get that winning touchdown and, and, and defeat God's plan. So they take out all the scriptures that tell the, that tell us that we win. 
They take out all the scriptures that say that all those guys are going to die. They take out all the scriptures that talk about our future as being something positive. And they convince everybody of a different gospel that is not even mentioned in the word of God. That they're going to be evacuated so that they lose interest. They do not have to defend themselves. They do not have to read the Bible. They just have to declare that they're Christian. And they're going to be evacuated before anything bad happens to them. So they don't, uh, you know, it's, it, what is that word they, they, they claim all the time? Well, it's in God's hands. We don't have to do anything. We just have to trust in him. Claims a person that's never read the word of God. That listens to all these pastors jump up and talk about a rapture that's not going to happen. A doctrine that was designed to get you to lay down and let them win. A doctrine that was designed to keep you from standing on the principles and the word of God. To keep you from confronting evil with truth. So that evil can spread and they can reduce the footprint of the Christian faith. That's what's going on. It's all deception. It's all delusion. It's all lies. It don't matter what news program you watch. It doesn't matter what magazine you get your Christian identity from. It doesn't matter what church you go to. It's all deception and lie. The only true church is you spending time in the Word of God. That's where you build your faith. That's where you get the new wine and the old wineskin. That's where you are raised from the dead. That's where God reveals himself to you. That's where God builds his relationship with you so that you can hear his voice. It doesn't come from a church. It doesn't come from a pastor. It does not come from a man. The Bible says, let no man teach you but God. It comes from that narrow gate, that individual thing that you have to do to show that you love him, that you want him, that you desire to be part of him and not this world. And when you make that decision, then you're on the path and all you got to do is keep heading that one direction. On that little narrow path that only has room for one person at a time. The narrow door, the gate that you can barely get through. So, like I said, everything I've taught, everything I've said came from me and my relationship with God and from the studies I've done and the research I've done about the Antichrist, about the Babylonian system, about the takeover of America during the Civil War and the deception that's been played on the American people through television and media using Disney and all these other movie makers in order to guide you down a dead-end street to where you lose. And out of all the choices, you've got a movies, television, individuals, people, new, uh, media, news media. Out of all those choices, there's only one thing that's going to save you. It's that little bitty narrow door that's the cover of your Bible. And if you don't open it, and if you don't bury yourself in it, there's nothing nobody can do. There's nobody you can call to ask them to come and save you, pray for you, put you on a prayer list. There's nothing that matters that can be done for you. Nothing. Because it's an individual thing. It's you. It's your choice. It's your actions that show what you believe. When you step out and start reading the Word of God, you declare that you believe this and you want to get on this path. When you stay devoted to it and start burying your face, seeking God's face, 
you show more devotion. And it says, seek him when he can be found, and he will reveal himself to you. There's nobody that can save you. Not one person. I can't do it. I'm here just to tell you, trying to help you sort the truth from lie. And it's because I love my Lord and Savior. And I love my God. And I love you all. And I so I have to speak the truth to you. To try to convince you to make the right choice. To quit watching the TV. Quit trusting in your favorite media personality who's giving you your advice and telling you how to save America when America's already gone. They're just weeding through the people, making the catalog list of the people they're going to remove from society here in the future. They've got their private armies ready. They're practicing, they're staging events like showing us we have no internet security so that they convince us that we need more security so that they can take more privacy from us. All setting us up for this final final curtain act. Anything they say, anything that you see, anything that hits the news, anything that cuts off our our Anything that we have had normally for the past 50 years, anything that changes anything that they come out and say, well, it's this, it's that, the other, is a delusion. And they're using it. They are using it to come after our rights, our liberties, to lock us down, to take away our freedoms, and bring more restrictions on us. And it's all aimed at, well, what was that the mayor of Chicago said? There's nobody that's going to continue into this new future that has not denied Christ and, and sworn allegiance to this new system and the Antichrist. And they're going through the military right now and they're weeding out the Christians. It's... Like scripture said, you're going to be forced to deny Christ. And that, you know, they're, they're putting it in such a subtle way that the people that are actually want to be in the military don't realize they're condemning their souls. Satan's really subtle. And they're going to weed out police departments and fire departments until there's no Christians in those. And the people they have total control of are in all these institutions. And they're going to narrow our liberty and our freedom and our abilities to take care of ourselves until we're in sackcloth, throwing ashes in the air, praying to God, begging for his return to help us. And that's where we're heading. So, I've said my piece. This is, I wanted to come out and be clear. Uh, I wanted to make sure that they know that it's not, any. nobody's giving me information. I simply listen to other people for enjoyment to see where other people are as far as their relationship with God. And uh, sometimes it's nice to know that you're not totally alone. So, this is what I needed to say. I wanted to make my points about the gospel. I wanted to beg you one last time to open that narrow door, that small door, and walk that narrow path. Devouring the body of 
Christ. In the beginning was a word, the word was with God, the word was God, and the word became flesh. Let no man teach you but God. So, I guess this is it. I'm going to close now. So please, with everything that's in my being, I'm begging you to seek God with everything that's in your being. Like, I'm going to tell you exactly how it is. Like, tomorrow is the end, and you've got today to save the situation, because that's what you've got. You've got today to save your very soul and make a difference that would save your families, your children. You've got a very short period of time in order to get the Word of God in you about how you love people, you do good for people, and you don't do evil, you don't plot evil, you don't terrorize people, you don't do those things because those are the things God hates. Those are the things that Satan does. Satan is the accuser of the brethren, and he is in control now in a lot of places, but he's getting ready to come to his end. So, I love you all. I hope that you, I hope you devour the Word of God and you come to your own understanding of the truth and that God redeems your soul, whether you have to be one of those that suffer here in the near future and die or, or whether you're going to be saved through it. It says, blessed are those that endure unto the end. And uh, the ones that endure until that final day are the only the ones that are going to be protected by God. I love you, Father in heaven. I pray for those that listen to this podcast. I ask that you touch them, that you reach into their very souls and witness them to them. That you give them a desire inside their hearts that can only be quenched by seeking you in your word. And in prayer, Father, that you give them a chance to redeem their souls. Father, that you bring your people to you. That they can be be a difference, be a, a, a lamp unto the others in their family. That many can be saved to the end, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I love you all. Have a blessed day. Uh, pray for me. God bless you.